In this episode, we're going to have a look at the Italian masterpiece, the Mocha Pot, and the difference between the aluminium one and the stainless steel one. Hi guys, welcome to yet another exciting episode on the Kapu channel. Uh, today I'm back here at Kapu Cafe and a lot of you have seen these in the shops um, but might not know what they're all about. So we're going to be looking at the mocha pot, just the differences between them and then we're going to make a coffee with it and should just show you how it works. So on this side I've got the aluminium pots and the thing about these pots are that they give off an aluminium taste. So basically after a few cups uh, your coffee starts changing and you're not maybe sure why that is happening. That is because of the aluminium mocha pot that you're using. It does start to give off a certain taste. Some places they do like it because they say every pot tastes a little bit different which is nice. Uh, it's the more original pot and it's got the older look to it which is also quite good. And then on this side we've got the new, the more modern uh, type of mocha pot. It's the stainless steel pot. The nice thing about this, you can also use it on an induction stove. Um, whereas the aluminium one you can't use on an induction stove. So a lot of the houses does not have uh, gas stoves anymore. So where, this is where your induction one comes in. You can also still use it on a flame though. Uh, so if you're going camping or whatever, this is still fine. Uh, this is just the older method. The nice thing also about the stainless steel one, it doesn't give off a funny taste after a while which you do not really want um, unless you're into that whole thing. So how do they work? It's actually basically very easy. Your water is in at the bottom, then there's your pressure valve and then your coffee is going in and it's going to go over a stove, induction stove or a, a flame or whatever you're using and then the coffee will start boiling out at the top. So I'll make a coffee now and just show you guys. So let's open this up. So the mocha pot doesn't really uh, use a lot of pressure. Uh, it's got a specifically built-in pressure gauge that actually releases pressure. So it doesn't use that much pressure. Uh, although you need to grind your coffee uh, just a little bit more coarser than, than your espresso grind. Um, but it, it does make a very strong espresso, but there's not really a lot of pressure involved Although there is, this is a safety valve If you see a mocha pot without a safety valve, I suggest you run So let's have a look at it I've got only an induction plate over here today So once again, this is where your nice little steel, stainless steel one comes in So at the bottom, like I said, your cough, your water don't throw your water till above the valve. Obviously you want the pressure to escape. If you're filling it with water, uh, there might be a little bit of an accident. So let's see. So you're gonna put in your water to just under the valve. Make sure not to fill the valve. Then you're gonna put in your sieve and then your coffee grounds. So there's also, <laughs> there's also a lot of people that using different methods when they're adding their coffee. A lot of people say you should not fill it over, you should make it flat, um, and then a lot of people say you should heap the coffee, and then as you're putting the pot on, it actually compresses the coffee a bit so you get a little bit of more pressure 
build up whichever way is still fine I like to heat it up a little bit so when you're putting on the pot you're actually tamping that coffee grounds into place so like I said the grind just a little bit coarser than espresso grind so I would heat, heat that up and you're going to put this pot on and then that's basically done then you can put it on the stove whether it's gas flames or whatever in this case it's our induction plate so we're going to put that on and it actually goes quite quickly so then you start to just as here you'll hear it start boiling um, so you don't actually want the coffee to boil because um, that might burn the the coffee that is still in the pot and give you like a funny little taste so just before it starts boiling I recommend you have just take a look at it and then just before it starts boiling just take it off the pot uh, off the stove so then there's no funny burnt little coffee taste to it so you can either leave it open or closed there's also a lot of different conspiracies around that it doesn't really make a difference to the taste although I have heard if you put in cold water uh, instead of hot water the taste that you get is a little bit sweeter uh, once again I've tried both not really a big difference um, but that is what the, the critics are saying so there you see the coffee uh, starting to pour in uh, it does make a little bit of a sound and then you can that's just for you to hear that the coffee is going through it does come through a little bit bubbly So like I said, you just want to have a look at it. You don't want the coffee to start boiling or the coffee inside that sieve filter to, to get too hot because then you might burn the coffee a little bit and that gives off a bad taste. So I didn't put in a lot of water, so I think it's about fine now. So I'm just going to take it off the pot and it should start filling off immediately. And then let's have a look. The coffee that I found in these pots uh, looks very dark and it's quite a dark cup of coffee uh, very strong as well so it is your espresso makes a very good espresso just remember uh, the the cup sizes on the boxes is also meant for espressos so if you're gonna buy a let's say a two cup on the box it will say a two cup don't think that's two big cups that is two espresso cups so we've worked it out for every four cup on the box espresso cup you'll get about a one decent sized cup out of that so just have a good look at that you don't want to buy something that you think it's two cups and then it's actually only a half a cup and you need to boil it over and over and over again uh, if you've got guests or whatever so let's have a taste Like I said, very strong flavors coming through. Not a lot of pressure used, um, but it's still a very good espresso uh, cup of coffee. Try to learn to drink it without milk. Uh, you might not drink as much, um, but yeah, you could maybe just thin it out with a little bit of hot water if you'd like, if you're not that big of a coffee drinker. But it is a very strong cup of coffee and exactly the way I like it.
On this episode, we're going to be cupping and tasting uh, Capri Cafe's awesome Ethiopian blend. Hi guys, my name is Arnold and welcome back to another episode of the Kapo channel. Today we're going to be cupping and tasting the lovely Ethiopian Yoga Chef Grade 2, which is the coffee or the Ethiopian uh, that Kapo Cafe uses in their store. So we're going to be cupping that and tasting it and just going through the whole flavors that we get around it and what you should be tasting. Maybe there's something that I say that you might like. Um, like I said all in the beginning as well, the coffees and everything will be online available to buy for you. So how, we, how do we do cupping and tasting and when do we do it? Well, there's actually a lot of times that cupping and tasting happens. Uh, the first cupping and tasting happens at the farm that produces the coffee. So the green beans that gets produced at the farm, let's say in this case uh, in Ethiopia, that farmer takes the coffee and he will cup and taste the batch. So there's a whole lot of standards involved uh, that you need to adhere to and that plays an influence on the coffee. For example, if you're going to put in more coffee the second time that you put in the first time, it's obviously going to be more flavorful, there's going to be more coffee in, so it's going to be stronger, so you're not going to get the consistent taste you want each time. So some of that standards, and once again a lot of the guys do deviate from this, each company tastes and cups on a different method or a different way. How we do it, or how I like to do it, is I like to use 5.5 grams of coffee and with 100 mils of hot, uh, hot water. Not boiling water, you don't want to burn the coffee, just hot water. Um, so just under boiling point, not to, not to burn the coffee. So then basically, I'll use 200 mils of water with 11 grams of coffee. Uh, some of the guys do deviate and use a little bit of less coffee or more coffee but they'll always stay at that same ratio whatever their ratio is so when you come for a cupping and tasting one time when you come the next time it's going to be the same ratios because we want that same flavor that we're looking for the same taste that we're looking for so that that's why there's a standard all over the world also so the farmer then takes that cup he tastes it on the standard method and he then gives it a score or a rating out of a hundred uh, and then he then exports the coffee or somebody imports his coffee and they will cup and taste it on the same ratios that he used so they would also then use the amount of grams of coffee and then the amount of uh, water that he used and they would then rate it on a scale from one to a hundred if there's a mix-up in between or i say listen i don't agree with your your rating that you gave it then we might negotiate about a price or then i'd say the batch is maybe bad uh, or this batch is really good, uh, let's go for a price. And then obviously your buyer or the guy who roasts the coffee, then he buys it. And then normally, not, not all of them do, but then normally they would also then cup and taste it just to see if their importer uh, imported a good batch or a bad batch. And, and then that is how they see the quality of the coffees. So cupping and tasting involved uh, evolved from that. Now we use it as an everyday thing you can use it in your house to entertain your guests. Uh, we host a lot of uh, coffee tastings, cupping and tasting events here at Cup of Cafe. So make sure to, to go find out when and where the next one is happening so you don't miss out. Then we cup and taste about eight different coffees. 
Uh, we go through all of them and then we also use the espresso machine just to show you how to do that. You can make your own cappuccino, etc. It's just a fun and exciting evening and I love and I love it. So let's start. <clears throat> like I said, you need to get a, a small nice scale. Uh, you can do this in the comfort of your own home. You can go to pick and pay or buy your coffee or whatever you want to buy. Measure it down, put in your hot water, cup and taste it and actually see uh, if you do like it or not. Just a fun little experiment that you can do. So like I said, 5.5 grams of coffee. In this case, I'm going to use a little bit more. So I'm going to use 11 grams of coffee with 200 mils of water. So this is a very important step. Uh, you don't want to mess around on measuring the coffee. Like I said, you want it to be the same each time you taste. Especially if you're having cupping and tastings at your house or at your coffee shop or whatever the case might be. So that is perfect. Not yet. That is perfect. So that is your 11 grams of coffee. I'm getting excited now. Um, so <clears throat> your Ethiopian, just a little bit something about the bean also. When you're grinding it, the grind consistency should just be between a filter machine and a plunger. Um, so it's not too fine or not too coarse. You want to form a nice little crema and make sure the coffee is also very fresh. Um, the fresher it is, the better actually also. Um, so a lot of guys only wait about 24 hours before they cup and taste after roasting. Uh, this Ethiopian, like I said, is the Yoga Chef Grade 2. We are going to have other tastings with different Ethiopian farms um, that's got different lots and that's got different taste to it. So each farm has its own soil and then that soil uh, gives a little bit of identity to the coffee. So today we're doing the Ethiopian Yoga Chef Grade 2, which you'll find at Kapu Cafe. And this bean actually um, is a very fruity bean. Uh, when Once we taste, you'll also taste it now. Uh, it's very fruity. Uh, it's got a bit of a floral note. And I actually love the Ethiopian. The Ethiopian had a very good batch this year. And I absolutely love it. It's one of my favorites. Um, and it's also selling... Uh, at a very good rate in the shops as well. So the Ethiopian, very good. It grows at an altitude uh, of about 1,800 meters to 1,900 meters. Uh, it gets ha its harvesting season uh, is normally from November to January, um, which is also very cool. Just a little fact to know. Um, yeah, so each bean has got a different harvest season and different altitudes that it grow at. This is a Arabica bean. Um, it's a wash the Robica, the specific lot. So let's taste. So like I said, uh, 200 mils of hot water. I know the amount now is just for tasting purposes. So like I said, not boiling water. Just under boiling point. So that should be about 200 mils. Now a lot of people want to rush in because they're so excited and just want to taste it. And then they burn their tongues and then you can't taste anything for the rest of the night. Well, don't do that. Just wait a little bit. Just wait it off. Um, it's going to happen right now, very soon. So we're going to wait for it to cool down. You'll see at the top there's like a little crema starting to form. Uh, we call it a crust uh, that actually forms. That's just the coffee grounds that is floating at the top. So once we break this crust, 
that initial burst of flavor or smell that comes out is mind-blowing and I actually love it it's quite an addiction and I could do it every day each day so be sure to break the crust but not prematurely okay guys so you're gonna wait for that just to cool down a little bit you don't want to burn your tongue so if this uh, crust doesn't form at the top then it means somewhere something went a little bit wrong either the coffee is a little bit old um, it's not that fresh anymore or your grind is wrong uh, or something somewhere is not perfect so just have a look at that some sometimes you don't get a very good crust don't worry about it um, but yeah you, that crust is what we are after so once that crust is done we've left it for a little bit just to cool down you need to take off this crust so I'm gonna take two spoons and I'm just gonna sweep that top off I'm just gonna throw that you don't want to be swallowing a whole mouthful of uh, grounded coffee so get out as much as you can of these grounds so there we go if you're tasting more than one different types of cups be sure to have a clean glass here uh, after each tasting that you can just uh, wash the spoon with and then also to take a sip of water with just to clean your mouth and your palate to get ready for the next tasting otherwise it will influence each other we're only tasting one today so I don't need that and then this is where the fun part comes in so I don't know who of you have heard um, you actually need to slurp the coffee uh, much like wine you can either decide uh, to spit it out or to swallow it I like to swallow it so let's go for it so you're gonna just get grab that bit of the coffee at the top just into the spoon getting as little as possible of that ground and then the slurping so immediately I'll get this Ethiopian is not a strong roast it's about a medium roast um, <clears throat> it's got a very fruity taste that I do get um, it's got a very sweet finish there's no bitter aftertaste so <clears throat> it's actually quite a enjoyable cup to taste a little bit of a floral note coming through and yeah it's it's actually a very very good coffee um, easy drinking uh, not too complex so a lot of the guys that's not that big into coffee will also like it very smooth on the tongue um, got a bit of a velvety texture texture to it at the end and yeah that is basically the Ethiopian so guys remember go subscribe to our channel like uh, our videos and drop a comment then we can answer your comments um, <clears throat> and also remember that the e-commerce shop does sell all of these coffees that we will be tasting and the ones that we will be tasting other videos as well um, also the methods that we're using is also for sale there go check it out For all you travelers, campers, go-getters that can't leave your caffeine behind, this is what you need. In this episode, we're going to be shooting the AeroPress and showing you exactly how to use it.
What's up guys? Welcome to another episode on the Kappa channel. Today we're going to be doing the AeroPress. A lot of you have seen it in previous videos maybe. Uh, or picked up that it's standing there. Today we're going to show you exactly how to use it. So let's get started. Basically it looks, it, it compacts quite nicely. So it's nice for travel. Um, it's nice hard plastic so it won't break easily. Uh, I absolutely love the AeroPress. Uh, just because you can really get a lot of pressure on your coffee so it makes a great espresso uh, a lot of the guys do use it these days um, so on the run on the travel this is really a, a really good machine to have the coffee grounds that's going in there is quite fine you want to get it as fine as possible like I said it's really a good espresso um, so let me show you how it works here. you're gonna pull out this top suction part then you turn off the bottom in here you're going to put your filter just one filter you'll see uh, the filters you get the white ones then you get the brown ones uh, which is more health conscious ones it's the ones that is uh, not bleached um, so it doesn't have all that chemicals in so it's your more healthy natural one um, otherwise you also do get the stainless steel ones um, which you'll just clean afterwards so it's not just one use you can use it many times over again uh, which is quite nice it's that little bit more expensive but like I said you'll never have to buy another filter in your life again so then that goes at the bottom it turns in there make sure it's tight then your coffee like I said uh, nice and fine goes at the top onto that filter obviously you need to play around with the amount of coffee that you use the more you're going to put in, obviously the stronger it's going to be, uh, the less you put in, the little bit lighter it is. I like my coffee strong, so let's load it. I think that's about enough. So you'll see on the side here, you've got your different markings, one, two, three, and four. That's basically like uh, the sizes of your cups. So that's one espresso, two espresso, three espresso, four espresso. Um, if you drink your coffee like me, not as an espresso, you'll use the four as one big cup um, if, you, if you're brave enough to do it like that. So let's get our cups here. Today I'm just going to do it on a nice glass so you can see it pushing through. And then I need hot water, which is here behind me. So I'm going to fill it up all the way with my hot water. Then like I said, you'll see it does drip through a little bit, um, but it's when you put that pressure on the coffee, that is when the magic is happening. So we're going to put it in and then we're going to start pushing it through there. So I'm using quite a lot of pressure. Just hold the cup so it doesn't. So it gets quite hard to press down, but this is a good thing because the more pressure you can get in your coffee, the better the flavor. And everything involved so it's quite like I said as fine as you can as well just to add to that amount of pressure and there we go that will then be your coffee out of the AeroPress just gonna put that to the side so much better than a filter coffee for me, much better than a plunger. 
just because of the fact that you're getting all that pressure involved um, getting that pressure through the machine through the coffee and let's give it a try quite strong um, very nice actually just the way I like it but if you don't like it that strong you can maybe just add a little bit of hot water uh, or whatever the case might be but it's actually a really nice espresso if you'd like to drink your espressos if you like to drink your coffee just like that also very good uh, the filter is quite good the stainless steel one is even better uh, it filters quite well so you'll see it looks like a very clean cup of coffee um, and it's actually really good